Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Steven as we go over all the week three action from Sunday. Today, I'm recording this right now at 11. We did the episode after Sunday Night Football, so I uh, was trying to think of how to do the intro um, in a way to talk about something interesting, because on Sundays without Benny here, usually it's more so a quicker episode. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good monologue to open up episodes. That's not happening this week. Hopefully next week. Uh, All I want to do is touch on a few things real quick. Um, Steve and I talk about it a lot, but the butt punt in the Dolphins-Bills game where the punt went straight off the ass up in the air out of the end zone for a safety. One of the most spectacular things I've ever seen in sports. Uh, it's, it's, It's amazing. And I was in awe when I saw it. And I thought for sure the Dolphins were going to lose. Somehow they won that game. Shout out to shout out to them and putting the Bills uh, in more of a respectable place because I think a lot of people were looking at it being a Bills Chiefs collision course in the AFC. And guess what? They both lost. They both lost to teams that everybody was picking them to beat. The Colts especially beating the Chiefs. That's insane. But even the Dolphins. Nobody actually believed the Dolphins were for real after they beat the Ravens. They were saying, you know, one good quarter from two, one good half. Let's see them do it against the Bills. And they did it. And they didn't do it offensively. They did it with their defense. So uh, in that game, the greatest moment, though, was in the fourth quarter when the first down ended it if the Dolphins got one. But instead, they're punting from their own end zone. And the punter... I don't even know his name. It's a, it's a cla- Thomas Morstead. There we go. Look at that. Just coming up with it off the off the dome. Uh, he punted the ball right into one of the blockers' asses, and I could tell you right now that might be the that might be the worst injury of the week in terms of pain. Uh, Mac Jones rolled his ankle. He almost cried, but I could tell you right now that he's icing his ankle. Uh, it's probably feeling a little better since since uh, when it happened. This guy's ass is on fire. He will not be able to sit on a toilet seat for a couple weeks. I'm serious. He might he, he might he might be out for the season. But uh, yeah, okay. Th- this is too long of an intro. As always, manscaped.com, code BSQB at checkout. Get yourself something nice. Get your loved one something nice. Get your family something nice. I guess probably you love your family, but you know maybe you don't. So if you hate your family, get them something nice too. It's, you can mend relationships. I don't know. Anyways, what I do know is that this is a good episode, pretty short. Uh, thank you for all the great reviews in the last episode. I think that uh, we really killed that one, actually. That was our best episode to date, I feel like. And a lot of the people texted me saying, wow, you guys did really well this time. Which, does that mean we sucked the other times? Or was that just above expectations? I don't know. What I do know is this. Here is Steven. Hello, Steve. How are you doing? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm not doing that well, but... Is it because Broncos country? Let's ride. It is not because of that. I actually stayed away from that. I got... I, I kid you not, real quick, uh, lost a lot of money gambling today. Uh, I was called by one of my friends three, four times. He kept he kept calling me, kept FaceTiming me. I kept declining it. I was sitting in darkness after the Bucks game. And he texted me. He's like, come on, 49ers minus one. He's like, they're playing the Broncos. I said, listen, I'm not betting that game. So I stayed away. I would have bet I would have bet the 49ers. And uh I would have been furious had I had I if bet you them had to watch that game. <laughs> yeah. Slip that one. Yeah. So um I'm happy I didn't bet that. And uh congratulations to your to your Broncos, Steve. They're now two and one. Uh, probably the worst two and one team I've ever I've ever seen play football, but they are two and one, and uh, you know they scored when it mattered and the defense looked good. So I don't really have any takes about this. The four both these teams, I don't know what's happening. Today was such a today was such a wonky weekend in terms of who all lost. 
Uh, I feel like it doesn't. It's usually like week one, week two. Like there's been some weird losses, but it's, it's spilling over. A week yeah, three wonk. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to your Broncos. They moved to two and one, uh, tied for first in the division because yep. every other team in that division lost today. So, uh, <laughs> how do you feel? I, was, I mean, worst game I watched all day, but less runs than the Mariners, at least entertaining. Less, smaller score than the Mariners Royals game. By the way, I had money on that too. Mariners minus oh, one a and a half. they're that up 11 2. And uh, I just keep getting updates saying. Royal score, Royal score. I literally spent that money. Like that was like counting the chickens. I'm like, I love it. Yeah. Today. They ain't going to let this game be close. And of course they do. So uh, I threw up when I saw, when I saw the 13, 13, 11 score. Oh. <laughs> You're like, Oh, uh, 12, six. That's fine. Whatever. 12, eight. Oh, that, that's fine. I didn't, no sweat, I didn't sweat it all. I didn't turn the game on. I didn't care. I was like, whatever. They're going to win this. Just get it. I don't know. The Royals. Um, Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to break, break you off like that. Or cut you off. I just broke you off, Steve. Dance just on me, my boy. Uh, I got a... Uh, okay. Honestly, that game was boring, so I don't want to really talk about it that much. I know that's your team, so if you want to say more, you can. But that's kind of... There's really nothing else to say. It's just... We get to see the Broncos in prime time again pretty soon. Um, yeah. Hopefully, next time we see them, uh, they look a little better. because I this think they is- have like... They have a London game. I think they have like four more like primetime games, which is actually a lot. Yeah, they got um next week they play Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. It's kind of a, a mid-off between McDaniels and uh and Nate Hackett. Uh and then they got Colts primetime Thursday night, Chargers primetime, uh, and then they then after they play the Jets, and then they got the Jaguars in London. Watch out. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of primetime games. That's a lot of primetime games in a row. Yeah. Jaguars blow out, absolutely blow out, dismantle the scumbag Chargers, who should not have played Herbert. And it's clear he was not healthy. And it's even more clear that um talking about bad coaches with Nate Hackett and Josh McDaniels, um, what is Brandon Staley doing? Leaving him in when they're down 28 and his response is he wanted to be in there with his boys. It's like, okay. You're this you're, you can't let him he do takes that. one bad sack. One bad second now he's out for the rest of the year with a, a perennial probably top ten quarterback for the next twenty years you're gonna like get killed. Yeah, and I just want to say this about Jacksonville. I kind of said this last. I said this like earlier in the like before uh, during the prediction thing. I said don't be surprised if Jacksonville's okay. I said they're gonna go seven and ten. So I thought they're a year away. Uh, I don't think that they're gonna go seven and ten anymore. I think they're actually gonna win that division. They were plus three hundred uh, coming into today. Uh, last week they were 16 to one to win the division. So, and now they're probably favored if I had to guess. Uh, Lawrence looks like the quarterback that we all thought he would coming out of Clemson. And uh, he's been really good. And today, st- steady, solid, uh, good completion percentage, no, no picks and turn the ball over. That's the whole thing, right? When I was, I think this was one thing I did point out is uh, his over under interception total was 17 coming into the year. Doug Peterson has been good. Like he's a good coach and his quarterbacks don't throw picks. He uh, he's currently his TD interception ratio is six, six touchdowns, one pick. Uh, He hasn't really, he's got sacked twice all season. So he's getting the ball out quick. Uh, And the defense has been moving too. I like this Jacksonville team and uh, I'm happy that it looked like this. Now we'll see what happens with the chargers, but it's clear that uh, Herbert shouldn't have played in this game. And, he looked like a shell of himself. And then you saw him throw 50 yards in the air off balance. And it's like, wow, 
How's he do that? Yeah. yeah, no, I like I like Jacksonville's game plan this this week. They have two really good running backs, establishing the run, just mm-hmm. doing good passes. This is like what I would imagine like the 49ers should look like with the Saffron that run and doing easy passes. But uh I guess it was Jacksonville's time to beat <laughs> the 49ers from last year. Who would have thought? That's who I would have thought the team. But yeah, no, that this is a good game. Uh they just shouldn't have started Justin Herbert. I think that was a loss right off the rip. So yeah, like, God. Nothing happened in the first quarter, and then it's just like field goal, field goal, touchdown, and then another field goal. Like he should have got pulled out right. Like it probably wouldn't hit 23-10 like near the end of the third quarter. Yeah, and he wasn't really moving the ball either. And the, th- the thing is, I looked at that game. Jacksonville was plus three and a half, and I was like, should I do it? And then I just had no confidence because it's Jacksonville, and I, I should have pulled the trigger on that. Instead, I bet uh, a whole bunch of money on the Bucks. So um, <sighs> now here was my rationale, and actually I what I actually thought was going to happen kind of did, except I thought that uh, Tampa would score some more points. The Packers scored first two drives, and they were, were almost scored their third, the fumble at the goal line. And then they didn't move the ball the rest of the game. I think that two first downs the rest of the game. I, they went five for five on third down conversions in the first quarter, and they had one third down conversion uh, in the in the, in the the rest of it. Uh, the Bucks' offense was just disgusting. Uh, I mean, I don't judge this at all, like because they don't have Julio, they don't have Evans, they don't have Godwin. Uh, they're with the second string center, a third string, uh, left tackle, and all these players are going to come back. So yeah. I'm not really like, obviously no panic because they're going to get their players yeah. back pretty soon. But the thing is, oh. I lost a lot of money on it. So I was upset. And Brian Leftwich called a horrendous game. And the only time they moved the ball was when Brady was able to move in tempo. And it was so hot in, in, in Tampa that you had players from the Packers throwing up on the sideline. You know that they're, you know how they're feeling. Just run in tempo because you you live here. This is where you play. This is you know you know the conditions. It's like in Miami, yeah. how Miami won today against the Bills. We'll talk about that in a sec. It just was sickening seeing how the offense moved. And uh, it's like Brady came back for this. Now I know if the team's going to get better, the injuries will. The injuries, the guys that are injured will come back. Scotty Miller should never see the field again. Um, Perriman and Gage, I like both of them. The fumbles yeah. are inexcusable. Gage stepped up a lot. Yeah, he played good, especially at the end. And that touchdown that Brady threw on, like that was third down, that was a bullet. Yeah, that was yeah. a beautiful ball. And it's it's stuff like that where it's like this guy's forty five and has a top five arm in, in the league. It's a joke. Yeah, so. and then unfortunately they they tried to do the same thing where they set up that Russell Gage touchdown by doing just like an absolute last second snap to try to catch the defense off, and then it just resulted in a delay game, which kind of sucked for. Tom Brady, I think they killed whatever they actually had planned for that yeah. two-point conversion. They were probably practicing all week and had it in the bag, and then it, it just ruined it by having to move back. I don't think that's what I don't think that's actually what happened. I think I think they uh I think they just didn't have the play called, and I because the play worked like they hiked it and the they got blown dead, but like they were playing the play and Fordette carried it easily. Like he there was they had like three down linemen. It was weird. They weren't expecting the run at all, but of course you go back seven yards. It just is a coaching, coaching incompetency that, uh, that I didn't think I'd see on the offense now that Arians isn't there anymore. And I like Leftwich, but he was bad this game. I mean, you get a first, you get like a 25 yard gain and immediately you try like a triple flea fl- flicker that obviously that uh, fumbles and you lose 12 yards and then Brady gets sacked. <laughs> and now it's third and 30. And it's like these, these drives were backed up so much. The run wasn't working. Fournette averaged three yards a carry. It's like, 
just let Brady be Brady. And when they run, when they're hopefully this is a, I mean, again, the NFC South is terrible. Tampa went by default as long as Brady stays healthy. Uh, but you're not looking just to win divisions, you know, you're trying to win a Super yeah. Bowl. So hopefully they learn from this and against the Chiefs, I hope they're a lot more up tempo. Uh because I don't think the Chiefs are going to be this stifled uh, offensively. Green Bay, no receivers, uh, a good win for them. Their problems are going to be like this all year, though, because unlike the Bucs, I know Sammy Watkins is hurt, but is Sammy Watkins making the difference there? I don't think so. Uh, those problems will consist unless they unless they can sign somebody or trade for somebody, which I do not see uh, likely happening. So good for the Packers. Rodgers, um, super, super solid first half. Uh Really, kind of, he, he played bad the second half, but uh, he did what he had to do, right? Two touchdowns won it. So, yeah. if you only yeah. had to score two touchdowns, so the defense played good. Yeah, so. both. I mean, both defense played good. So, I mean, it was, it was it was a good game. It's just, it was weird. The Bucks probably should have easily won that game, but uh, they happen. Unfortunately, that, that's the end of a. Uh, the Rodgers, <laughs> the Tom Brady era. That's that such a bad game to end on, too. Yeah. No, they, they both didn't. They threw, like, one incompletion in the first half total. Or like, two. Like, it was super. But they weren't getting points. I guess it was 14-3. But yeah. it's like, it's like nah. what are we doing here? I guess it won't be as epic as the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning one. That game also kind of sucked. I know the, the, the stuff was, uh, the stakes were a lot higher. But Brady and Manning both kind of sucked in that game, which... But yeah, I was there. I, I was there. You know, yeah, I was in. I, was I know. In the building. That's that's what makes me more memorable for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was in attendance. Uh, okay. The highlighted game of the week was that, and then the other one was Buffalo Miami. Miami three and zero. Mike McDaniel. Wow. Tua. A lot of people thought he was concussed. Uh, he's saying it was Look. a back injury. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of believe him because he came out and he was fine. So, I mean, I understand why people were mad that they let him play again. But uh, he looked, he looked, I mean, you know, he he came out, he did the same thing he did the whole game, which was Nicholas. Serviceable. Yeah. (laughs) Hit hit people for long, long catches like Waddle and Hill if they get behind, or Waddle, I guess. Hill didn't have a big one. And they, I don't know how they won this game. You look at the team stats. Yeah. If you just looked at the quarterback stats, you have Tua 13 for 18 and you have Josh Allen 42 for 63. You'd be like, Oh, they won by 20. <laughs> yeah. Just based on those stats. The problem is with Buffalo is they don't have a run game. And it's the same problem that the Ravens have, which we'll talk about it in a sec. Uh, Josh Allen and Lamar, are they're so reliant. And same with Jalen Hurts too, by the way, which these are all good teams. But these quarterbacks are going to get hurt if they keep doing this and keep taking this many hits. And keep keep having to be the one that can move the ball. Uh, at least in Baltimore, they got Dobbins back. You're not getting anybody back in Buffalo, and Josh Allen has taken so many hits. Like this is it's him, 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 him. He's the only one that's moving anything in this offense. A uh, lot of checkdowns here. I if I remember correctly, I think Singletary had like ten catches or something, and that's very odd. Usually he's going deep to Diggs and to Davis and to, and to Knox and, yeah. and all that. And all those guys. He had nine. He had nine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Close. But uh, McKenzie, <laughs> McKenzie had seven. So he had two more receptions and, but he had 11 targets. So he had the most targets with uh, Diggs. So he was going for that check down. Like literally yeah. all game. And I think did, uh, I'm pretty sure 
he fumbled a bit too, Alan, right? Am I wrong on that? Do you have the stats? I'm not looking did, at the game. Oh, uh, did he have a fumble? Uh, I don't know if that's on my head. I can no, look it, quick, anyways, I, I know he I know he was a leading rusher for the Yeah. For the Bills. So he probably he probably did have a fumble if he's running eight times the next guy. Yeah. Four, yeah. nine. Like he's yeah, they don't have running. They don't have a running back, which is that's you're not going to win if you can't run because that's how you really can close out games. Now everybody, everybody is saying this Bills offense is so good. It's this was an obvious like fade game because everybody was picking the Bills to blow them out because they had the last few times. I'm going to tell you how the Dolphins home games in Miami in September are the biggest home field advantage in the entire league, and Tampa had that too. Home games in Florida in uh, in September because they're both outdoor stadiums. It's literally a hundred degrees over there. The sun beats down on you uh, in Miami stadium. They have, they're really, it's really fucked up what they do, but they don't give you shade on the visitor's bench. So you're literally sitting just burning the entire time. And you saw with Diggs at the end of the game, he was cramping every single play. Uh, these players aren't used to it. Now, the good news for Buffalo is if they play Miami again in Miami, it's going to be, you know, either raining or, or very mild, mild type temperature if they play in the playoffs there. So it's really just the advantage for this month. And Miami's taking advantage of it uh, splendidly, right? They beat the Patriots. They beat the, they beat the bills and then they went on the road and beat, and beat the Ravens. I thought that they were going to start the season one and three and they're three and oh, and they really, if you look at their schedule in the middle of it, it's super easy. They're going to have a good chance to be like 10 and two. And uh, this Dolphins seems for real. I mean, I think we talked about it last week, but Tua looked good uh in in last week this week obviously his stats weren't that great but he did what he had to do to win and the defense really stepped up and we talked about how good this defense is every year it's been a good it's been a good unit for a while and they did they did what they had to do so shout out the dolphins you know i don't i can't hate on them no i do want to just shout i just want to do um the one of the greatest plays of all time happened in this game uh there was a punt that went into a man's anus and if you watch the video of it, because I there's a picture of it, and the picture is amazing. Okay, it's just the ball like going, <laughs> coming from the foot to the butt. And then if you watch the video though, the guy falls down. So I could just imagine the pain that that caused. Can you imagine that the ripple effect? I don't, oh my yeah. god! The that, one of my favorite the power, the power behind a punter who can kick a ball sixty yards. I can only imagine it hitting you directly in the. <laughs> In the area, as I feel said. bad. I feel bad for Thomas Morstead. You know, uh, he had an average punt of forty three point six. That punt didn't count towards the that punt counted towards the average. It was a zero zero yard punt. Yeah, his averages. <laughs> they got screwed because of that. But that was a great moment. And I actually thought when that happened that there's no way the Dolphins win because that's that's a play where it's like, yep, okay, they're gonna get the ball. <laughs> but yeah, it's just hot. It was hot. It was it was hard to it was hard to do there. I'm gonna talk about the butt punt at the uh at the beginning when I do the intro because that man could use manscaped because I promise you there's gonna be a bad bruise around there. You're gonna wanna get you're gonna wanna get all the hair out of there uh to get the good deep tissue massage. You know what I'm saying, Steve? Yeah. Lawnmower four point and ball toner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's gonna need it. Mm-hmm. Yes, he will. Uh okay. Two more. I have a few more things. Few more things to touch on. Kansas City, Indianapolis. Uh, the game where I was like, you know, <laughs> I didn't bet this. I did bet this one. I bet the Chiefs to win in a parlay. Uh, I was nervous the entire time because I, I was like, you know, the Colts need this one, and they got this one, and they're now one, one, and one. 
you know, right at the right at the head of the division, right behind the Jaguars. Uh, Mahomes played bad, and it's weird. This, another team without much running, you know. The, yeah. Really, it's Clyde, and that's it. And Clyde's not that good. Yeah. And, Jesus, I'm looking. I'm. I just pulled he this. Seven, he had seven. He had zero rushing yards today. Yeah, that must. Have been, that I know that because I didn't start him in fantasy. And and I was like six points or something like that. No, he had, uh, he had a little more. He, he, had, had he had twelve, yeah. But I started uh, Robinson instead. Outside of outside of uh, Travis Kelsey, though, this offense is not scary. And I I'm trying. We're getting into after next week. We're about a fourth of the season in. So then you could start making your overall takes for the year and like what you've seen so far. But I'm not trying to overreact. The Colts stink. Uh, I really don't know how they won this game. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, I do. The Chiefs don't have a kicker. Matt Amendola, he missed a field goal. He missed an extra point. Uh, they tried fake. They tried fake field goals in field goal range because they didn't trust him. Um, if Harrison Butker's in this game, they win the game. But he wasn't, and it's it's weird to see Mahomes play this bad because that's you know we we did this we've been doing this podcast for three years. Um, Mahomes. Whenever he would have a bad game, it would be, you know, he'd go 25 for 40 with 320 yards and two touchdowns and two picks or something like that. Like, it would be like, you know, he just gave a few away. But the last year and then this year, he's been having, like, actual mediocre games for a quarterback. And today was today was mediocre. He was 20 for 35 for 260 yards, a, t- a tutty, and an INT, and the interception was terrible. He threw it into triple coverage, for no, like, at the end of the game. Um no running game again. And your best receiver after Kelsey is probably Juju, which is, you know, you're not in a great spot if that if that's the case. Uh shout out to the Colts winning it. I mean, Taylor got going. He got 20 carries. That's what you should do. You want to control the ball and uh, really try to really try to uh milk clock against Mahomes. And it worked. And Michael Pittman's a good receiver, and he was back, which is key. So that's all I got to say about that one. Yeah, at least with the Colts, like, at least it looked like they got something going this week, opposed to what I've seen their offense do. Jeez, like man. actually using like you have probably the best running back in the league, or at least has the potential to be the best running back in the league. And they're, and, just, giving, they're just giving it to Naheem Hines all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what what are you doing there? And then you know Pittman actually showing up. I mean, at least for the Chiefs, like at least Juju showed up, but they don't have. When they had two game breakers, it was hard for the defense to focus on someone. But now they can just at least somewhat try to contain Kelsey, which is which is really hard to do. He is probably not this year. He's not the best, but he has he could be the best. Well, the thing with Tyree Kill and like I I think we all were kind of naive to the fact, but like he really he really was a difference maker there. Obviously, Mahomes and him together did a lot, right? It's not like it was one or the other. And he's and he's doing a lot in in, in Miami now too. But like yeah. having him as the option there, you needed to cover over the top. And now you don't really have somebody that can beat the defense over the top on that team. Uh maybe Scantling can. I know he's fast, but um he's he hasn't proved to be that yet. And he's not Tyree Kill fast. And then Hardman's fast, but uh I don't, I don't think, think anyone's Tyree yeah, no one's Tyree Kill fast. Yeah, even even Hardman who is really fast. Maybe Sky Moore when he when he starts playing more but the thing is it's like yeah Tyreek Hill is a such a unique combination of speed agility uh route running hands 
everything. Yeah. Uh, and we'll also just speed. Like, his yeah. route running with his speed is like insane. That's the reason why like the, the Miami's doing so good because even if Tyreek kills and show up on the stat sheet, he's doing stuff for the wide receivers to get other guys get open. Exactly. They have to focus him exactly. so hard. And the and the and the and the cohesion between him and Mahomes, where he knows exactly where to be in a zone, you don't have that anymore. And now Kelsey's amazing, and Kelsey makes up for all the flaw, most of the flaws. But like you're gonna have games like this, and that's why I'm telling you, I think if the Bucks get Mike Mike Evans is playing and Julio's back and Godwin's back, I think the Bucks can route them because that defense the Bucks have um, is really good, and I don't think they're gonna get beat over the top. And as long as they don't do that stupid soft zone that they've done before, but the one game that they played where they didn't against the Chiefs, they just completely stopped Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So hopefully they play defense like that because they have the same personnel still. Um, that's looking ahead, though. You know, when we look ahead, we look ahead on Tuesday when we record yeah. the next episode. Okay, we're, we're going to be quick here. Last last game, the Baltimore Ravens, the Patriots. Ugh. I watch this, and you look at the stats, right? It doesn't look like uh, Mac had a good game at all. And I'm fine. Like he didn't. He threw. He real realistically, he threw two picks. The third pick was like a end of the game pick. But yeah, three picks. Um, he had 320 yards, no touchdowns. But he did have a rushing one, and it was a nice one. Uh, but he got hurt at the end, and you know that it looked like a high ankle sprain. The X-rays were negative, but he's probably gonna miss like four games. The season's over. I mean, they're gonna use yeah. Brian Hoyer. Really? I mean, why? Yeah. I mean, use him the season's done uh it's it sucks i mean i think mac jones is good people people always like every time he struggles people message me i'm sure this is how fucking vikings fans feel when kirk cousins sucks but the thing is i think mac jones actually has a ceiling that's way higher than kirk cousins because he's not playing with receivers that kirk cousins is playing with uh he's playing with legitimate uh you know you look at the receivers and Devonte parker for what it's worth i've been grilling him Throughout the preseason, throughout the first two games, he showed up and he got behind the defense. Uh, now it's Baltimore, which is one of the worst secondaries in football. We saw what Tua did last week against him, but he got behind the defense. He was making good catches. Um, he had a great game. But it's Parker, it's Kendrick Bourne, it's Aguilar, it's Jacoby Myers, and it's like nobody's scared of any of those guys. And until and maybe if Max out for a while, um, they could stink it up a bit. And you know what? Maybe they can get a receiver in the draft. I don't know. I haven't looked at any mock drafts. I know the two quarterbacks. Uh, I, they're not going to be bad enough to be in a top top three pick. And if they are, I'm not giving up on Mac just for what it's worth. I think that uh, I think that's idiotic that some people some people would say that he's been fine. He hasn't been that good this season so far. But it's not. It's like you. Nobody would be good with the people that he has around him, right? This is what Brady just stunk today with receivers that are of this caliber. Rodgers has been stinking this year with receivers of this caliber. If you don't have a if you don't have a receiver that can get open in times of need, which none of these guys can. Kendrick Bourne sometimes and Jacoby Myers sometimes, but they're not consistent. They're, you know, wide receiver threes, very low twos, very average threes, and you're you're making up your team with this. And then don't forget this, Steve, the biggest crutch of them all, you got Matt Patricia calling plays. Still, yeah. Now this game, I'll give him his. I'll, I'm not going to criticize him. This game, he was fine. He was fine. It wasn't play calling. Yeah. Um. There was a multitude of turnovers. The two picks were, ugh, the two picks were bad. Uh. The third again, the third pick, I don't really care about. 
the the loss the fumble that Igor had on a big gain was bad. I think they were down one score at that time. Uh, and then yeah, that's the Patriots side of things. I hope Mac Jones is okay, and it's you know one or two week injury, but he's definitely missing time. I saw that, and people are like, why do you, why do you react like that? Uh, high ankle sprain is very painful. Okay, it's more painful than like an ACL tear or a lot of other things because it's literally your ankle turning like 180 degrees. And I don't want to hear none of that bullshit. But I hope Max okay. He's probably going to miss time. That's the Patriots side. The Ravens side, Lamar, continuing to be amazing early on this year. Uh, he's going to get a lot of money. I'm, again, I like Lamar. I think he's phenomenal. He's a one-on-one athlete. It's people, people love the nostalgia of Michael Vick. This guy is 25 times the player Vick was. He's much better at passing, and he's a far superior runner. Uh and he's great. I just want to see it later in the season when the weather gets a little more uh, inclement because he's always good in neutral conditions. It's when there's cold, when there's rain, when there's snow. He's been struggling, and that's where you have to play in the playoffs. And I think that everybody that likes Lamar or even people that – even the people that are dumbasses that will criticize him and say, like, he's, you know, he's not as good as what people think – they're right on one point. It's that he needs to perform better in big time cold weather games. And because that's what's going to happen in the playoffs. Like this team's probably a playoff team unless Lamar gets hurt, but they're getting injuries all over everywhere else. But Lamar, if he stays healthy, he should be able to will them to the playoffs because he's that good. It just matters in the playoffs. I want to see something. I want to see him. I want to see him excel instead of fall back or t- instead of regress to being like an average QB in those games. That's all I'm going to say about Lamar. I think he's great. He's pro- he's on the fast track of being the MVP this year, I think. So, uh, he's yeah, if, if anything, yeah, at least he's insane. Dude. He's like if you look at stat lines, you can look at the passing and and rushing yards, it's legitimately video game numbers. Yeah. Everyone says that it's it's like a joke, but it literally is. I mean, in 61 mm-hmm. games, he almost he's about to pass Steve Young in rushing yards as the quarterback. Yeah. He's averaging 64 yards a a game, and Vic only ever averaged 42. So, I mean, Vic definitely ran less later in the years when he was playing for, like, the Eagles and the Steelers. But, um, no, he's insane. He's definitely – he's just one of those, like, freak athletes where even if you don't really like – if you don't really like baseball, you still watch Shohei Otani play. If you don't really like football, like, Lamar is actually so crazy to see as an athlete. Lamar's awesome to watch. I – it can be, it makes me so mad when I when my team's playing against them, and it's like, dude, like I saw Judon multiple times go inside, and what Lamar does is if he goes inside, he just moves outside, and then he's got eight to ten yards because by the time the yeah. DB gets down, he's already out, he's already at the first down, and it's like, I would say this, he's been a lot better this year, especially about not taking hard hits. Like he will run through defend defenders sometimes, but today especially. He would go down. He would slide. Uh, he would, uh, I guess, not slide really. He he doesn't slide, but he would like he'd he'd give himself up. And uh, and no, that's the key because one bad hit is all it takes, and you don't want that to happen. So the few yeah. more, th- yeah. J- I just that well, I trust him with how elusive he is. Like at least the like he seems to give it more out of the way than someone like Kyler or Josh Allen or. Yeah, if if Lamar gets actually hurt, I think it'll be I think it'll be like a sack in the pocket. I don't think it'll be him running yeah. out, you know. So, uh hopefully he doesn't get hurt because yeah. he is uh he's and DB's 
DBs usually aren't like gunning for the yeah. quarterback after they like see that he's like if there's like someone he's there and there's like teammate they're like they know he's he might try something but they could easily take him down like no one's trying to take heads off like this is 1980s anymore yeah that's true uh the other quarterback that's in uh, mvp contention right now i'd say is jalen hurts he had another great game uh don't really need to talk about this that much i mean the eagles just eagles scored all their points in the in the second quarter um i think they sacked wins 10 times nine times they hate that guy and Hertz has been amazing. But like Ooh. Benny said, the Eagles have now faced the holy trinity of Goff, of Cousins, and of Wins. So we'll see we'll we'll see what they're made of when they play uh better QBs. Who would have thought maybe huh? going to week four, the three and teams are gonna be maybe the Giants, <laughs> Phillies, and uh the Philadelphia Eagles and the, the Dolphins. Just what yeah. I drew up in the books. Did you know that the Eagles are now the favorite to win the NFC? Like the conference, the entire rims. Uh, yeah. that would I, I know it's early, but I still feel like that would be pretty insane. Yeah, I do too. I think it's still, I think, I think they win their their division. Oh, yeah, they're they're like minus 400 now in the division. Yeah, or something like something extreme. I, I know it's still the NFC East, but anything can happen in that division. But the NFC they actually East. look like a usually it's like a bunch of mediocre teams fighting it out and who, who will win, but I, I think the Eagles actually look like a a serious, not a Super Bowl team, but a serious playoff team. A great offensive line and Hurts is playing out of his mind, and you got this. And the defense line also is good, and you have you got playmakers. Uh, yeah, that's that's honestly it. Actually, okay, I'm not gonna say anything except Detroit losing that game. That's Detroit. That's just the Lions being the Lions. That's just the Lions. That's 2021 Lions. Uh, I really thought they were gonna win that game. That offense looks good. The Lions' offense looks good. They should have won that game, but they didn't. And it breaks my heart because I, I love the Lions. The last thing, though, there's a serious problem with Justin Fields. Like a legit, like, I I want to I wanna give him more time. But listen to these numbers this year. Okay. Week one, eight for 17, 121 yards. Monsoon happened in the fourth quarter. Probably would have got a few more yards, really, like just being honest. But who knows? Week two against the Packers, seven for 11, 11 passing attempts, 70 yards. Th- today against the Texans in a win, they're two and one, eight for 17, 106 yards. Yeah. Uh, they're not throwing the ball enough. He's been bad. Uh, that's not good to this have. This is my favorite set <laughs> 32nd in the league in passing yards. 31st in the league for QBR. Yeah, he has been actually bad. And so something to look for. Uh they won they won the stink game against the against Houston. I don't know how, but they did. Uh Dave Montgomery got hurt. That's like their only other good offensive player. I'd say Mooney is somebody that people like. Uh, Khalil Herbert looked great. I mean, I'm looking at the stats now. He had 20 carries for 157 yards. So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe that was the key to it all along. But yeah, there's something going on. I, I feel bad for Fields because I thought he was going to be good, and he looks uh, does not look that way. But, yeah, that's it. That's honestly it. I don't know why I even had to bring that up. I think uh, I think that's, like, <laughs> known, known fact, but okay. I am going to tonight, Steve, drink more beer. Mm-hmm. I'm very upset about my gambling. But tomorrow's a new day, 
and this week's a new week. By the way, I don't know the bookie. I just lost a lot of my winnings, which is what which is even worse, right? I would rather just go all in and just have to write a check to the bookie, meet him in the alley, give him give him a couple C notes. Uh, you, you'll get him next week. I'm gonna owe him next week. <laughs> yeah, you'll pay him next week. Don't worry about don't worry. it. Yeah, don't worry about it. If you really want to pay him? You, you got him next week. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Steve. Bye. I'll talk to you on Tuesday.